Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am usually your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 18 and the third episode of the Marifa's Memory Story Arc. This is the episode where we begin a real good old-fashioned dungeon crawl. There will be traps, monsters, and inaccurate maps. As always, if you guys are enjoying the show, we would encourage you to make some noise about it. We love each and every single one of you, and we believe there is no stronger tool than you guys telling people about the show. We don't advertise the show anywhere, so we're hoping your word of mouth will help spread the word. There is more exciting stuff to come, and as I work on future episodes, I get so excited to show you guys the story as it unfolds. If you're enjoying your journey, let us know about it on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at facebook.com slash Podcast and at adventureinkpod. We'd love to hear what you think comes next. We'd also love to see and hear about the stuff that we've inspired. So far, we've heard about a D&D campaign running in a sci-fi version of Numerita, and one listener is working on a short story taking place in the world. If you've been inspired to write, draw, or create, let us know, and we'd be happy to feature your work and stories on the site. As always, we love to weave your story into our world as much as possible, so don't be afraid to play in our sandbox. It's that collaborative nature that makes D&D so much fun. Anyway, that's enough distraction from the episode. Let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. I will use this ritual to send five people back in time. And from that, hopefully divine, the secrets we do not know. There's been a lot of miners and loggers dying lately. Like, a lot. And not just dying, but dying real gruesome. These guys are getting hauled out of the deepest sections of the mines, looking like they had themselves sucked bone dry or something. Uh, you know, we've got we've got some rangers that have done some scouting in the woods here. Uh, they found uh, the entrance to what appears to be a temple. I noticed an entrance. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's got it's got these old rooms on the sides of it. Basically, it's it's kind of built into a small in the in the terrain. It doesn't look necessarily like a like a regular door to a temple might like it's not adorned with anything really fancy it looks like a couple of rocks leaned against the ground and stares downward nobles and farmers knights and wenches gather round gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery brave adventures facing grave dangers Keth, the half-orc fighter. Listen, we're we're crossing this. We're crossing this bridge, and you can try and stop us, but that's not going to be a great idea. Genevera, the dragonborn sorcerer. And the only people I still don't fully know is this dwarf and this lizard woman. That's, I mean, rude. (laughs) (laughs) Have I have I once referred to you as hyena man? Yes. Well, okay. Geppetto, the gnome rogue. And these are large horses, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, full-size horses. So, Geppetto comes up to, like, shoulder at best? At best. Cool. Um, Probably not. No, I wouldn't say. I would say maybe, like, mid-thigh of a horse. (laughs) All right. All right. Gillick, the dwarf paladin. With this shield, I will lay down my life for all of you. Except Asher. <laughs> <laughs> Asher, 
the half-elf druid. Hold on, guys. I'll be right back. I say as an owl. I don't think you can. I think you just went, hoo, hoo. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Mayrifa, you should go ahead and, and make sure there are no traps. Yep. Yes, uh, I check for traps. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a, a, a roll of the d20. Uh, and two. Add, add your perception bonus to it. <laughs> you find no traps. Uh, this is, that's this is different. <laughs> yeah, uh, you find no traps. Great. <laughs> uh, someone should probably go first. Not you, Clug. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I was about to take a step forward, and then I like I stop and I look back. <laughs> I shrug. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I I will. No, go first, I'll go first. Since okay, okay, not everybody at once has to go first. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> Guys, the thing can, about can, first, I go, is... I go first. Okay, uh, you uh, you walk into the corridor, and you you notice that like kind of right away it leads down into stairs. Guys, it leads down to stairs. Asher, who but are who are you playing? Like who, I am I am Constance Redbridge. Oh, that's right. Okay, but I don't know how. To, my love. I'm not gonna do a. <laughs> I'm not gonna do a female voice because she's kind of a badass, and my female voice sounds like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's stairs, guys. No, don't do that. Oh God, don't do that. Is that? That's, that's really red yeah. Red that's all. really your own. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, I, had a, I had a frog in my throat. <laughs> what? Why does Redbridge sound so scared? <laughs> all right. So, uh, uh, one thing that you notice, Redbridge, as you as you come down the stairs, is that the the walls, uh, they, you know, you're you're a barbarian ranger uh, type, so uh, damn right. Your uh, your your perception is pretty high here, so you you notice right away that the walls are covered in kind of like this lichen, um, and it just it feels really uh, damp as soon as you as soon as you step down into the into the actual uh, cavern here, mm -hmm. uh, but it doesn't it doesn't seem unnaturally so. Like the whole thing feels. Nothing feels uh, like it's a uh, spell or anything. It just no, 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 no. This yeah, is it how just a normal like opening dungeon. Yeah, it, it feels very dungeony. It feels very underground temple in the middle of the woods. Wood feel. Ah, uh, yes, very dungeony. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Am I just like walking by myself? Is no one coming with <laughs> no, me? No, I, uh, I once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I'll follow. Uh -huh, yes, very, very normal. Wait, where's everybody? I wasn't sure if I should <laughs> go second either. I, I look back. No, and... <laughs> no. So I suspect, I suspect that Viltroth probably went right behind yeah, once, Redbridge. Yeah, once Redbridge goes, and then I, 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 I went. Hey, I would hey go guys, and... wait out there for like uh, five minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I would go behind Viltroth and then motion to Keth that he'd be allowed to come. <laughs> Who's Keth? Keth is uh, Clug. Oh, right. Clug right. follows suit. And, and Clug is Thanlin. <laughs> <laughs> so Keth oh, is no. Thanlin. 
transitive property, right? Property. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take up the rear. I guess. It's a great idea. <laughs> F- follow me. Somebody's got to. <laughs> And right. so, uh, as everybody kind of gets down into the into the, the oh entrance gate, <laughs> 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 hey guys, um, uh, can you not slurp so loudly? You should use straws. You should use straws. <laughs> I think straws are less loud. I was going to fill my not. water before we started, but my son had like just fallen asleep, so I didn't want to run the ice machine. That was you slurping, you motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. Guys, it's really uh, distracting when you're sipping drinks during the session. I thought for sure that God was going to be fucking Mikey. <laughs> no, guys. It was guys, the drink Nazi. I'm using, a, I'm using a straw. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm for being disruptive. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Uh, would you like one more sip? No, I'm out. It's empty. This is going in the episode, or I'm killing you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as you guys kind of uh, come into the corridor, you note that. Um, does anybody want like a, a description of what yes, you're looking please. at? Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yes. Sure. Yes, so uh, the roof looks surprisingly tall like the stairs that you take to go down into this place you you walk down almost like a 20 foot elevation drop um and the roof seems like it kind of is level with the ground still uh so like the the ceiling is pretty high in here um it's about 10 feet across in the corridor um and so you've got you've got plenty of room to walk to uh side by side if you want um and, and kind of how how are you guys going to be walking through here? Is it going to be the same? Uh... Uh, I'm going to stand slightly behind Redbridge. Okay. I'll stand uh, next to Redbridge um, with like my shield and sword drawn. Okay. And I'll be next to uh, Viltroth. Cool. Thank you. Marifa's in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Great place for the rogue. Um, so as you guys kind of walk through here, uh, Thanlin and Redbridge, you guys both notice, uh, that the, the lichen on the sides of the, the, um, the corridors start to grow a little bit thicker. Um, is that, is it starting to look more unnatural? Um, not really. Uh, it just looks like whatever, uh, like whatever algae type kind of gross slimy whatever that grows in here um tends to like it a little bit darker maybe gotcha um so i guess that's a little unnatural because of what we know about plants as people um but (laughs) but you know like nothing crazy (laughs) um you're saying it grows more with less light right yeah Okay, I cool. mean, you know, you know, like fantasy plants. story. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like in the less light, right? Uh, yeah, uh, that, was a, that was a good one. I liked it. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Real true friend. I have one mm-hmm. of them. His name is Mike. Uh, it's Clug. 
<laughs> I mean, clug. Thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. That's very nice of you to say. You're so welcome. Confusing. <laughs> Guys, I'm just trying to talk about lichen. <laughs> so uh, as you as you keep going here, um, it looks like it it slowly starts to transition on the walls uh, from from that green ish color into more brown. Um, Redbridge, you notice that it, it it's more like a, a fungus at this point um, that, that kind of makes up the majority of any growth that you're seeing kind of from the cracks in the walls. Um, from this point forward, any more of the lichen stuff is Redbridge is going to notice because I'm pretty sure Clug will have checked out on the lichen completely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having like huh. a lichen epiphany. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you are you are really invested in this. this. Uh, and I'm sorry. really upset. You have no choice. Me. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> I rolled here. Listen. Not. Uh, yeah. No, sorry. You rolled to save versus not liking the fungus, and you fucking you love this fungus. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> we're gonna get so much done. <laughs> <laughs> so the path continues like for about. How much do I like compared to Viltrop? That's my. Question. Uh, I mean, not as much as you like Viltrop, obviously. Okay, Whew, not that I was worried there for yeah. a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's like number two, right? <laughs> Viltrop because it's brown. Cave fungus, <laughs> lichen. No, Viltrop lichen, cave fungus. <laughs> let's continue yeah so you continue walking down the path uh, it, it goes on for about 20 feet before it hits a dead end um, not a real dead end it kind of curves off to the right a little bit oh but... it's like oh end yep. of the line turn back <laughs> <laughs> no so it turns to the right but it turns to the right at a, like a, a perfect right angle Ooh. Uh, it's not one of these kind of bendy twisty caves it's very it looks very clearly like someone has carved this for a purpose. Okay. Hmm. Well, let's take uh, a right. Perfect. Um, as you come around the corner, you see it continues on for about 10 feet and then curves again to the right. Can we take a left at this one? No. All right, we'll uh, take, you could take I mean, three lefts. <laughs> we'll take a right then. Okay. Uh, cool. Good choice. Uh, as you take a right, this this section is a lot longer, but where there's no natural light, uh, from behind you any longer it is pitch black to anyone that doesn't have uh dark vision okay um oh duh, i think i have i will power. i'll cast i can cast light oh yeah of course you can my love yes of course let me light the way for you do we still darling. feel like we're going down like what? in elevation imperceptibly almost uh okay. but because you asked sure you would be paying attention, yeah. Um, it, it does feel like you're going down, but not in a, like... Not very steep. It's not... Yeah, exactly. It's not downhill, but okay. it's definitely... If you put a marble on the floor, it would roll down to the end of the... Okay. Okay. Um, and we are... So we're parallel right now to the to the first yes. tunnel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and so as you... So, Viltroth, you're casting light to see... Yeah, I'll put it on, I don't know, I'll pick up a rock and cast light on it. Mirifa, okay. are you mapping this? Okay. Good. Uh, yes. Cool. So as the, uh, as Viltroth um, casts light. 
I want yes. to cast alarm on like a rock behind us, just in case we suddenly get like uh, snuck up on. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, when a tiny or larger creature enters the area, uh, so I just pick up a rock, cast alarm on it, and um, it it will make like a loud noise if something enters. That Squirrel area. runs by. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, a bug. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh god. A swarm of mosquitoes passes by. <laughs> a rock starts to make Scream. an alarm. <laughs> uh, just in case we get this. No, I know. Out. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, I do good, that. good dungeon etiquette. I like it. Thanks, right. Yeah. That wise. Um, it's so okay. You cast <laughs> alarm on yep. a rock, and Viltroth casts light on a different rock. I, I think I asked this last um, time, but just to make sure, is anyone hurt enough to be healed? Uh, I, know I have some. I have taken some points of damage, but it was very minimal. Everyone took at least six points of damage mm. when that shit blew up. But oh yeah, uh, sure. but it, but has anyone taken a larger amount than that that feels like they should be healed? Nah. I mean, I have taken thirteen, but I don't. All right, just bear in mind that I can do that. Thanks. So just ask me when you need it. Okay. 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 Sorry. Cool. Continue. No worries. Um, so as as light gets cast, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but that that provides uh, like visible daylight brightness, right, for forty feet. Uh, it, so it's the spell says the object sheds bright light in a twenty foot radius and dim light for an additional twenty feet. Okay. Uh, the light can be colored as I like, so it'll be white light, I guess. White. So light? obviously it's purple. Yeah. It's purple. it's purple light. Everything's purple now. Cool. I'm a warlock. Um, Damn it. The mood is considerably more romantic. Um, <laughs> I put my arm around Redbridge. This dungeon's right. getting better and better. But wait, I'm in front, of you, I'm in front of you, though. I, 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 I put my arm on the back of your shoulder. Uh, give, me a, give me a roll. Viltroth. Okay. One. Yeah, you miss. Uh, your hand goes straight into Redbridge's back pocket in front of ah! everyone. <laughs> I jump. <laughs> everyone jump. sees it. I jump out of surprise. Hey, <laughs> Viltroth is noticeably embarrassed. <laughs> in the purple, the, in the soft he, purple. He, light he looks of the very red in the purple light. <laughs> um, uh, thinking quickly, I said, "Who tried to pickpocket me? Was it you, uh, Marifa? It was you, wasn't it?" <laughs> And I just shake my goddamn head. Uh, Klug really wants to laugh, but Thanlin won't let him. Internally. <laughs> I, I, turn, I turn forward blushing again and pretend like cool. my plan worked and it didn't. So um, what you see is about 20, 25 feet ahead of you. It uh, looks like there is a, a left that you could take. Or the path seems to continue straight beyond that, uh, at least past like the the dim light that you that you can see in from the spell. No, time to split uh. the party. <laughs> no. Oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> what do you guys think? Let's go left. Okay. Let's yep. Left. Yep. Let's do it. Works for me. Party the party parish. Left All is right. different from right. So as you as you walk up. Um, <laughs> You you kind of turn to the left and you see that there's actually a large door uh, right in the 
like as soon as you take that turn, maybe there's like three feet and then a door. And then who knows what's beyond the door here. Uh but it's a it's a it's a wooden door. It looks like it's uh looks like it's pretty sturdy. Um not, you know, impassable by any means, but definitely definitely of quality worksmanship, you know. Uh big brass rivets on the uh, it doesn't look on worn. The and anything. It doesn't look what? Wow, well, worn. Does it look like old, or it looks I mean, like it's been kept? It looks, it looks considerably newer than say the the walls of the 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 corridors that you've been walking through so far. Okay. Um, Mike, while they're in the in the corridor, can I go mm -hmm. around the corner and use my dark vision to look sixty feet down the hallway? Sure. Okay. I do. Um, so you want to look like kind of straight back down the hallway that you had just been in? Down the way we didn't go, going right. straight, right. Cool, yeah. So uh, right. basically what you see is about uh, 30 feet down the hallway. Uh, it looks like the, the path continues on a sharp left. Okay. So I'm going to go back into the little corridor and say, uh, there's another left down the hall, so we can go down that way or we can just try this door, but I think we should check it for traps first if we do. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. This looks uh, a lot Clug? more purposeful, so I, I think it's probably a good idea to go this way. Clug has a pretty, uh, it's pretty good at checking for traps. Uh, I can go ahead and do that. Um, Be careful. I, I, yeah, I rolled a twenty-two. All right. Uh, so you notice uh, on the door, it seems like there is uh, there's a a latch. It looks like kind of right on. Um, kind of right on the handle of the door. Uh, it looks like um, maybe someone has kind of filed it a little bit so that the, the handle latch is sharp. Um, so like as you are kind of looking over the, the thing, you, you notice the, the sharpness on that handle. Um, and as you get a little bit closer to it and start to smell it, you can actually smell what appears to be some, t some type of poison um, on the handle. Oh, jeez. Oh. Hey, guys, somebody so. uh, messed with this door. You got, you got some poison on it. Um, what do you think about me just kicking it down? Uh, um, I say we always take the path of least resistance whenever you crawl in a dungeon. Sure, but that's... I have, okay, I so we could just remember that this is here go further in, see what happens, and then if we can always come back. I also have a spell that's called a Protection from Poison. Well. Uh, I don't know how it works, though. So it probably gives you resistance, which means... Yeah, I think it gives you resistance. I mean, that'll be or, good, but not, like, great. The other thing is, you said there's, it's like, there's a sharp latch and poison on the handle? Uh, yeah. Right, like, so, so the handle so, like, of the door... if I would have it, it would, like, stab me and, like, give... Right. Uh, Protection from poison, you touch a creature. If it is poisoned, you neutralize the poison. If more than one poison afflicts the target, you neutralize one poison that you know is present, or you neutralize one at random. Oh, uh, okay. That's not, so that's not as good as I thought. Or we could just basically take a rag and like wrap up the handle and just open it so that we don't get stabbed with the poison. Yeah. Is there, I mean, does it look like someone could, <laughs> if aware of the sharp edges, delicately open it without like cutting themselves? Yeah, uh, they could they could give that a shot for sure. Um, like a sleight of hand. Using, yeah, exactly. Using using something like a rag, like a 
Oh, I could like just... Redbridge was talking about would definitely yeah, yeah. give uh, you advantage on that. Uh, or I could mage hand it and just. Oh, oh, that's smart. I could mage hand it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will cast mage hand and try to turn Wait, the door. Should... Hold on, hold on. Step back. Uh, okay. Just in case nope. anything like shoots out at us. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Everyone steps back. All yeah, right. Tell me, tell me about what your mage hand looks like, Viltroth. Uh sure. Give me one second. Let me just pull up the spell. Sure. Mage hand. Hand sp- floats sp- and manipulates objects. Right, you want to know what it looks like. Right. Yes. I know what yeah. it is. Uh, oh. It's, oh, it's, uh, it's purple. It is uh, very manly and large, unlike <laughs> Viltrot's hands, because he's insecure. <laughs> okay, sure. I, I, cool. I blush a little bit, but confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Okay, cool. Oh, my God. Well, this got real... Clug doesn't get it. Real cool. <laughs> Old Clug does get it. <laughs> awesome. Cool. So, uh, yeah, this large, manly purple hand uh, kind of exudes from Viltroth's outstretched, much smaller hand. Um, it actually looks like his regular hand kind of grows a little bit, and then purple hairs start to sprout off the like off the back of it and off the fingertips as oh, it Mr. kind of Darcy. reaches out. Um, <laughs> the hand itself uh, just goes ahead and grabs the grabs the handle of the door and throws the door open. Um, what you can see into the room now, uh, and it looks to be it looks to be a room that that uh, it's about fifteen feet deep. Uh, and then you can see kind of uh, from the doorway that it that it stretches off at least uh, 15 feet to the right and a little bit further to the left. Hmm. Is there uh, any other features in the room that we can see from this doorway? Um, I mean, the like you can see that on the walls are uh, they look to be shelves, but they're like empty uh, and a little bit a little bit thrashed um it, it looks like to the to the left is the start of a some sort of painting or a tapestry or something um it looks like in general from where you're standing that the room is pretty unused okay um Passively looking for traps at all times with a thirteen. Um, I'm, okay. I'll go into the room a little bit to see if there's more to the room that we can see, like any exits or any other yeah. items of interest. So as you walk into the room, uh, you do notice as you're looking at the floor, it looks like one of the one of the stones in the floor has been uh, shifted a bit, so it's not sitting quite as level as the rest of the. Uh, the floor stones have been. Um, <clears throat> Watch for that. That's what I say to everyone else. Okay. I point it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so if everybody... Is oh, everybody yeah. else coming into the room, or what's yeah, what's everybody I'll doing? Walk, mm-hmm. all, I walk into the room. I okay. quickly follow behind Redbridge. Yeah, yep. um, and actually... And I avoid because, that. Yeah, because Thanlin's pointed it out. Um, let's see... Yeah, everyone. No, (laughs) (laughs) everyone is going to notice that there are actually uh, quite a few, um, quite a few of these un unseated flagstones in the floor. So, Um, are they like are they like 
picked up and like askew or do they look like they're raised a little bit they look like they're a little bit raised like there's probably oh, a pressure okay, plate on them hmm. like underneath them you know so there's um, several yeah. of them inside the room yeah uh and to be able to move kind of through the room uh as you get further and further from the door is going definitely to require some uh fancy footwork the further you go god damn it okay um, well okay uh, but I mean, otherwise, yeah. I mean, where you're standing, you can definitely take you can definitely take a look around. Um, you know, the room itself seems to be, like I was saying before, really sparsely uh, populated in here. Uh, that thing that kind of looked like the beginning of a tapestry is just this huge uh, oil painting of the forest. Um, huh? Doesn't yeah? It doesn't really fit with what you might expect to see in a dungeon um can i um can i kind of check along the walls to see if there are any splits or cracks where uh, a door could be like another another door or yeah if you want to move around uh the room every for every uh 10 feet it'll require a uh an athletics or acrobatics check Ugh. Well, before before people go running around the room, is there? Can we see any other exits in here? No, uh, just the one that you. And came we can't through. see anything in here that we would necessarily want. Right, Correct. it's spare, sparse, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like old broken pots and shelves that are that are askew. Okay. Yeah. Uh, until just, we have a reason to take a risk in here, we we might not want to. Yeah, I agree. It seems go back down the hallway and see what the other left brings. Yeah. Um, might be before like I don't know. Before we do, how big is this tapestry? Or does my question is, does it look like it weighs more than ten pounds, which is what my mage hand can lift? Um, no, it doesn't look like it weighs more than ten pounds. All right, uh, then I'm gonna use the mage hand to try and like, I guess, lift it from the bottom and try and peel it up sure. to see uh, if there's anything underneath. Good idea. Okay. Um, so as you, as you start to peel up this, right, (laughs) as, as the mage hand kind of goes and grabs, um, I assume you're, you're going to direct it to grab like the middle of the tapestry on the bottom to lift it up. All right. Uh, so as it grabs in the middle, it starts to kind of sag, um, as it, as the, the hand comes out and up, um, what you can see behind it is just more of the same stonework that that you're seeing around all the walls. Okay. Um, and how high did you want to lift this? Like all the way to the top, or yeah, yeah. Let's let's make sure leave no tapestry unturned. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, cool. So as you're as you're pulling this up, um. You can see along the sides of where the tapestry has been hanging on this wall. It starts to like peel away from the rocks, almost like it's been not glued down, but you know how when you leave something somewhere for way too long, it starts to become part of the natural features of that thing. Um, And as as you're lifting this mage hand higher and higher up to the ceiling, you see it starting to like crack along the top as it basically threatens to fall down onto the floor. 
I'm gonna step oh, no. back. Uh, but because yeah, you notice that, because you notice that, uh, you know, you don't pull too hard on that I tapestry. I pull gently with my big hand. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You demonstrate thing. your dexterity. One last thing before we leave this room, <laughs> I'm going to cast detect magic. Oh. Okay. So I see a faint aura around magic items. It lasts for ten minutes and it affects everything within thirty feet of me. Yeah, you do not see any aura of anything in this room. Let's fucking uh, it roll. Looks like, yeah, looks no, like right. everything is mechanical <laughs> in this room or fucking useless. <laughs> Let's roll. It's, we- it's right. weird. It's weird they like okay. went through the effort to sabotage the door if they didn't care about people coming in here. But I don't see anything in here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a honeypot. It's it's hard to say. There could be a lot of reasons for that to happen. There could have been something here a long time ago that isn't anymore. Yeah, and it could also mm-hmm. just be here to distract anyone and get them in trouble, making it seem purposeful just so that people will go to it and die. All right, let's keep heading down this. Or because it's the first thing people see, then maybe the poison's meant to deter them from going sure. much farther. Sure, there's lots of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but let's do that. Let's keep heading down that hallway. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think you're, mm-hmm. you're cool. I I will gently put the tapestry back down. Cool. All will, right. will you let me know when our ten minute when my ten minutes is up? Mike? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um. So let's move quickly down the hall. I've only got ten minutes of this thing. <laughs> so as you're walking down the hall, um. It's more the same corridor that you've seen so far. Um, you hit the you hit the bottom of the corridor and it turns sharply left. Um, and Thanlin, you're gonna still be up front with Redbridge. Yep. As soon as you turn left uh, at the end of the hall, which looks to be about twenty five feet away from you, uh, you see this small piece glowing in the middle of the wall. Guys, hold up. Uh, there's something magical down at the end of the hall in the wall. Do you want? Uh, should we send just a couple of us forward, or can we see anything uh, between here and there that would like anything other than just hallway? No, it it looks like it's just a hallway straight to the end of the the end of the thing there. All right, I'll motion to Marifa mm. for the two of us to go forward to it and, and right. see what we can see. Mm-hmm. What's your passive perception, Marifa? Perception is plus one. Okay, so she's got an 11, I got a 13. And we're going to try to move while looking for traps toward the, the thing in the wall. Okay. Um, so since you're, since you're telling me you want to look for traps, go ahead and make a, make a roll. Both of you. All right, I got a seven. 19. There you go. You, all right, sweet. Uh, Marifa, right away, you notice that that thing that's glowing in the back of the back of the hall um something about it tells you right away that this is definitely a magical trap Hmm. okay i relay um and you don't want to go any further than the one step that you took toward it okay again i relay okay and so marifa is about uh 15 feet away from the wall at this point when she when she really picks up on exactly what's going on here. And just to be clear, this is like the hallway turns to one end at the end of this hallway and it is sticking yes, in the wall yeah. directly in front of us? Yep. At the end of the hall, it, it makes another 90 degree turn to the right. To the right. To the right. Okay. So we, we can't see any sort of trigger for it, though. 
No, it looks like uh, what what Marifa is able to pick up within you know 15 feet of it is that if she gets any closer, it's going to trigger. Um, with magic traps, it can be you know it can be all sorts of different wards for it. You know, like with sure. alarm, uh, it triggers whenever you're within what what is it like within 30 feet? Is that what uh, uh, alarm was? Alarm is or 10 feet or something. Uh, 20 foot uh, cube. Okay, twenty foot cube, yeah. So like like alarm has sorry, a within sorry, within sixty feet, my bad. Okay. Um oh right, within sixty feet of that twenty foot cube. Uh so like alarm has a has a kind of magical sure. area of effect. That's that's what's going on with this. And it looks like she does not feel comfortable getting any closer. Or Marifa does not feel cl- comfortable getting any closer uh than this fifteen feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to cast Dispel Magic. Okay. Um, now, any spell of third level or lower ends, for each spell fourth or higher, I have to make an ability check and using my spellcasting ability, and then the DC is mm-hmm. equal to 10 plus the spell's level. So whatever spell is on there, right. if it's more than three, I have to make a roll against its level. Yeah, I need you to, I need you to give me a Dispel Magic check. Okay, so we're looking at uh, 25. Yeah, as soon as you cast a spell magic on this thing, um, you see, uh, everybody else sees this power come come through uh, Thanlin. Um, it kind of starts in his horns, actually, and like spirals down into his face. And he, like, his eyes roll back into his head a little bit. And everyone feels like a, like a wave of energy pass through them. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Thanlin, the one thing that you notice is that that magic, that detect magic uh, aura that was around the, the piece at the end of the wall is completely gone. I think I've disabled the trap, but still be weary of anything mechanical instead of magical. Excellent. Let's keep going. All right. Yeah. So you guys reach the end of the hall. Uh, bear sharply to the to the right here now, down about uh, twenty feet. Uh, can uh, we before turning again to the left? Um, but sorry, can we examine the what the magical object was, or was it sure. just a? Okay. Yeah, so you get to the end of the you get to the end of the hall, and it looks like it wasn't actually anything that was stuck uh, into the wall, but rather something that was carved into the wall. Um, it looks to be another one of those uh, old runes that that you guys had seen. Viltroth, can out you, in front. Can you read that? Uh, I sh- should be able to with uh, Awakened Mind, I think. Um, let me see. Let me pull that up. Yeah, that's the thing that lets you read all runes ever, right? Uh, all, I believe all languages. <laughs> right. Yes, all languages. So if it's not yeah. a, a specific language, I guess. Yeah, so what, you, what you're able to glean from this is it, it says something about... Um, it, it seems like it's implying that the stone in the wall will be expelled from this rune um it's kind of weird because it's it's this old old language that doesn't translate directly into common um but basically what you're picking up is that like the spirit of the stone 
uh, is being summoned through this rune. Cool. Um, um, can I make an Arcana check? Would that sure. make more yeah. sense? All right. I rolled an eight plus whatever I have, uh, fifteen. Okay, cool. With a fifteen, you can you can kind of see as you're as you're thinking about okay, what do I know about the the magic of the like the the spirit of stones or the like the the essence of a stone maybe, and then you realize that oh, this was a symbol of petrification. Oh. Um, and so if it hadn't been dispelled, uh, you know that any anyone that came within ten feet of this would be uh, paralyzed. And then if they if they continued to succumb to that magic, they would have been petrified. Well, oh. okay, great. Uh, All right. I look at Danlid and I just kind of <laughs> pat him on the back and like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, cool. Great job. <laughs> great job. Yay. Yeah. And so, okay, so you come to the end of this tunnel, or the, the end of this section of the corridor, and it turns left. Um, through this section, it looks to be a little bit uh, more well-traveled on the ground um, than it had been previously. Um, you can tell that whatever whatever is inside this didn't tend to come past that symbol of petrification. Well, sure. Um for whatever reason, I mean, probably because they didn't want to be petrified. But you know, who am I? Who am I, I mean, to guess? Were, at first, they were afraid to be petrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look down and you can actually see there are like um, there are scrapes in the floor. Uh, it looks like maybe rock was dragged across the floor, um, leading all the way down the hallway. God, we have to rescue the rock. this hallway seems to go on a lot longer uh than any of the other hallways uh now once you yeah once you kind of come around this next left bend um so there's the there's the right right after the right after the symbol of petrification then you take about 20 20 feet down turns left and then there's another left. Uh, and this next left is really... It, this is a really long hallway. Um, you can see... It, you've got uh, dark vision, right, Thalen? I do. Uh, it's 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hallway continues past your field of vision. Ooh, wow. Beyond what you can see. Um, and for everyone else, it, you know... It may as well go on forever. Hmm. This is a long hallway, but uh, as long as we are careful, I don't see and any other options. Go ahead and give me a... Actually, I should do this. Whoa. That's more fun. That's more fun, right? I think so. That's way more fun. Okay. Um, okay, so Red Bridge, at the end of the hall, Uh-oh. you hear... What sounds like whimpering, um, and line? like, and oh, a hushed like argument, maybe, um, all can the I, way uh, at the very. Can I discern any words? Uh, n- not from this distance. You just hear the sounds of voices bouncing off the bouncing off the cavern, um, or bouncing off the corridor walls down toward you. 
okay. at this point it's more of an echo than anything else uh, but I you stop, definitely sorry i stop uh, everyone no and um mm -hmm. i tell them to like i kind of let them know if they can hear something and then i cast uh move silently what is it move without a trace pass without a trace okay um gives us all plus 10 to stealth checks so we can sneak up and try and figure out what's going on okay wow cool um um, I do that. So yeah, if everybody is everybody going to be using stealth here? Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Add, yep. right. add a ten to your uh, additional. Add ten additional to your stealth check. Yeah, give me rolls. Mm, yes, nineteen. Twelve. Uh, natural twenty. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, go ahead. Twenty-eight. So nine uh, plus ten, so nineteen. And Marifa. Uh, uh, twelve, uh, fourteen. Sorry, uh, so twenty-four. If you had ten. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Thanks. So you rolled a ten. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um. So yeah, as you as you guys are walking down the hall, um, you get to about forty feet away uh, when you hear from the very end of the hall. You see, uh, as you're as you're walking, you see that there is a left that you could take, uh, but there's also more corridors straight ahead, and you hear from down straight ahead, "Hey, you with the light." What are you doing here? Who are you? Ah, oh, fuck the light. Whoop. I forgot Oops. about the light. <laughs> Shit. Well, that was a waste of a spell. Answer us! Who are you? And you can hear in the voice that there's... There's an anger, and a... Like, there's a, a bit of power behind it, but mostly it's fear is what you're hearing. Hmm. You tell us first. Who are you? What? We were sent here. We're we're supposed to be here. Um, sent here. Yeah, we are hired to be here. Are you from who, who are Impossible? you? That depends who's asking. Who are you guys? We are also adventurers here to solve the problem in this area. A rival team. A team that can get the job done. I should have known. You hear you hear a muttering, um, and kind of out walks uh, two men, uh, human men, dragging a stone. Uh, as as they get a little bit closer, you can see that the stone is actually uh, a human woman mm -hmm. statue. Mm -hmm. um, they've got they've got a couple of ropes tied around it. And they're 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 moving the statue through uh, through the hallway. So, what did Famo go to you too? This is a dangerous area. There is obviously something very evil happening here. We are here to help take care of that. Now, obviously, you are as well. In terms of who gets the credit or whatnot, that is less important than making sure that we make this area safe. You can either work with us, or you can go back and leave. The way behind us is safe. Um, 
you see you see almost relief come across the, this person's face um you know he he looks at you guys uh real quickly and just says look i'm sorry um this is a lot worse than we thought it was going to be um and as he's talking thanlin you notice that um his bag is glowing a little bit uh the sword at his hip is glowing a little bit and then you look over at his friend who is carrying what looks to be like a club of some sort that's glowing uh and his gloves are glowing as well um and these guys they don't look especially hardy compared to yourselves um you know they look like maybe they're ill prepared for this um and so he he sees you he sees you looking at at their items and says yeah what of it we got we're properly outfitted at least yes although perhaps not properly prepared I mean, it's interesting that you would talk about preparedness when when you guys are coming down there, coming down here with with those, you know. And he, he points over at your weapons, which are standard, you know, non magical, regular weapons. Nobody's even got anything made of silver, or you know. I take um, a uh, step forward. I'm say and say, I'm sorry. Is there going to be a problem, or are you going to take our offer? Well, no, no problem. I just, I. It's a yes or maybe, no question. Maybe you didn't understand what I was trying to get at. Um, we are definitely underprepared for this, but I'm worried you guys are too. I roll my eyes. Go on. Okay, look. Um, I mean, this one obviously is is more foolhardy than she needs to be. Uh, but you, sir, you seem you seem like you're uh, at least interested in in knowing what we know, which is good. I mean, you know, Missions Possible didn't get to be the premier adventuring company in the world without a little bit of foreknowledge. Um, look, the things that, that we know are down here don't, they can't be injured with, with the, with the regular tools that, that most people fight with. Um, we were specifically given these items before we headed out on this mission. You know, uh, FAMO definitely undersold the difficulty of this mission. Otherwise it would have cost him way more at the company. Um, but he provided us with enough detail to know that we needed to come here with magic weapons. Um, and at that, the previously kind of silent uh, partner standing there says, Oh, God, I can't take it. You know what? If you will rescue our friends in there, you can have these. And he takes off his gloves and he puts down his sword uh, or his uh, his club. And he's like, I I know Missions Possible is going to have me on back wages for this, but God, if Evan dies in there and I didn't do everything I could, and he kind of looks over at his friend, you know, and he's like, Tommy, we we need to do this. They need to have these things. Look at these guys. These guys can definitely do this. They can save Evan. They can, they can get through this and who cares? Like, let's just live. I'm, I'm let's sorry. Live through this. Uh, you did say Evan, right? 
Yeah. Um, any uh, any affinity with animals by any chance? Musical well, shorts. Horses. Well, wait. How do you guys know Evan? We've just heard of him. Yep. Um. When you say when you at when Marifa asks questions about Evan, and Clug starts asking more or. Uh, Thanlin starts asking more questions about Evan. All of a sudden, reality starts to feel really fuzzy for you guys. Yeah, uh, like Marifa takes a huge step back. The cavern starts to like shimmer and shake. Um, everything starts to turn gray and like whoa, whoa, whoa. fuzz over. Uh, that's that's not important. We were talking about the cave, saving your friends. Yeah, what yeah. kind of trouble is he in? Uh, well, I mean, so Evan's kind of, um, he's pretty brave. Um, definitely more than me. And so he thought maybe, you know, since uh, since there was that symbol in the door or in the in the hallway, maybe there's maybe there's a cure up ahead. And so he told us to wait here in the hallway uh, because, you know, dragging dragging her around like this is going to make a ton of noise and scare everyone or, or take attention to us. Um, he told us to just stay here with her and protect her while he goes to, to look ahead. But oh, I don't know. Um, and at this, Tommy, the, the other more brash one, uh, says, you know what? He's right uh, here. And he kind of takes off his backpack um where where Thanlin had seen the the glowing uh items and as it opens there is uh uh there are two hand axes um yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> yep and two daggers that are also in the bag um and so those those spill out, uh, Thanlin. As you're looking at them, you feel the power of the spell start to fade away, okay. uh, and their auras slowly dissipate. Okay. Um. And so he he explained. Tommy explains to you that yeah, you know, take these items, um, save Evan if you can, and move through the rest of the dungeon. Get the get the thing cleared, and maybe. Maybe your companies can work something out on the back end. Now, you said that you were given knowledge as to what was in this cave. Can you tell us what is down here that we would need these weapons for? Well, uh, like I said, I mean, uh, Famo really undersold the difficulty of this cave. Uh, uh, this, you know, this dungeon here, he, he really left out some pretty crucial details. Otherwise, you know, we definitely would have had some, some potions to fix this problem here. Um, but basically, we know that there is something down here that, uh, you know, regular weapons aren't going to cut it. Um, I don't know. It's got. It's. I don't know if it's because its skin is really thick. Like nobody, nobody really has any detail other than, you know, the whispers about town were that, uh, you know, when when miners and when loggers would would come after it with their with their regular steel weapons their their attacks just felt like they either passed through it or didn't didn't do what they were supposed to do to it you know um 
everyone everyone says something different in town. Uh, you can't trust any of those people. They they're all xenophobic weirdos anyway. So uh, you know, I w I'm sorry. I can't I can't be of more help. Um, but I do know that these will. And he he takes off his long sword and he puts it out as well. Okay. Um, we I'm gonna gather up the items and sort of pass them back to people but i'm gonna say you two drag her out of here go back to the town as quickly as you can the path straight from here should be clear so but but go swiftly and go quietly uh and also avoid the door uh that room is heavily booby trapped and doesn't seem to have anything in it and yes. there is um a stone that might make a loud bell noise do not be afraid that was me uh thank you and tommy holds up his hand and you can see that there's a big gash in it and like to his elbow is already all black as like it's pretty clear that he's been poisoned um hold on a second um i cast i, I say just hold on and i'm gonna cast the protection from poison i guess on him i feel bad yeah, I mean, you can you can definitely do that. Give it a try. Um, yeah, and so uh, what will happen here now is uh, as you as you cast this spell at him, Tommy is really so really taken aback by the like the kindness of this woman who had been so fucking rude to him just a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you see you see the blackness from his elbow kind of move back up out to his hand and kind of uh like come out of the the wrapping that he had put around his hand in like a mist and dissipate. Uh, I nod silently. Wow, uh I I really wasn't expecting you to do that. Um, I wasn't expecting you to give us uh, magic weapons, so it's only fair. And unless you have any other information you think might be valuable for us, it's probably best if you go and we begin looking for your friend. Great. Um, yeah, no, we. you can see this is as far as we've gotten. Okay. Take and care. they kind of start dragging the, the statue down the hall. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to take the uh, long sword. I'm going to take the axes. <laughs> Filtroth is going to look jealously because he touched, uh, Redbridge touched that dude, even though it's oh, good for him. <laughs> it goes completely over my head because I'm too enamored by the two axes. Excellent. Um, so what, what, is, what is left? Um, it's like a... Two daggers. Yeah, there's a couple of daggers. There's a club. Gloves. And what look like gloves. Uh, nice. I guess I'll check out the gloves. <laughs> gloves of um, <laughs> gloves I'll of making your the... hands more masculine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, my dream. <laughs> Can I go ahead and uh, out of game real quick? Remind everyone that Clug is monk right. class. Uh, oh, so that's I, right. If you think you can cast through the, through the club, uh. I mean, I don't know. You're like a warlock wizard, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm not super worried about magic weapons, I guess. Right. But if, daggers, so whatever, whatever everyone else needs, to take it. Do you use daggers? Um, 
All I have is a longbow. No, um, sorry. Marifa, do you use daggers? Um, I I have a, a longbow also. Well, take the daggers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if I if if I were to assume that the DM put some magic weapons in the game, uh, and there was someone with six levels of rogue. Oh, is that uh, a sorry? They, yeah, rogues use those. It's oh, fine. they I, may potentially okay, well, use daggers. No, no, that's fine. It wasn't on the sheet. No, it wasn't. Right. So don't worry about it. As a monk. Um, <laughs> And I also use quarterstaff normally. I feel like a club would be appropriate for me. So I'm going to grab that. Okay, well, yeah, but gloves? you use your hands, so yeah, use the gloves. Yeah, why not gloves, dude? I also use my hands, so I think twice and I grab the <laughs> gloves. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to grab the clubs and reality starts to shake again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pick up the cool. gloves. Uh, I is the club the only thing left? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, that I'm. I shall be the mighty mitor now. So you awesome. so as you as you kind of look at this club, um, you realize that the what you had thought of as a club previously is actually it's kind of like a short quarterstaff. No. Oh. Um. Not quite a rod. A little bit longer than a rod. Um. A little bit shorter than a staff, uh, kind of. It it basically is is like about the size of a baseball bat. Um, cool. But it it feels it feels right in your hand for sure. Um, for the purposes of D and D, the game, let's go ahead and call it a quarter staff. Even though cool. it's not quite as long as a normal quarter staff. I like the idea of it looking like a baseball bat. Right. I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, if baseball were a game that people played, this would be a really good tool for that game. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy um, baseball. <laughs> wait, that's a real Cloak. thing, though. Cloak oh, has... Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. You didn't do that on purpose? No. <laughs> oh. I take back nice. my clapping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so clever, I don't even know. <laughs> All right, let's let's head what down and find Evan. Agreed. What's uh, the stat? Well, can we? Yeah, can we have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Weapon? So these are these weapons are going to be just plus one versions of their regular Woo. kind of uh, normal weapon stat blocks. Okay. Uh. Daggers are 1d6. Thanlin's going to turn to the group and, and sort of whisper down low and say, if this is a lich in here somewhere, then that would make sense that it could not be attacked without magical weapons of some kind. A what? A lich. We were fighting a lich when Viltroth disappeared. If this is the memory that we're in then a lich cannot be attacked without those magical weapons. Right. Daggers are uh, a 1d4. Okay. Um, uh, they're 1d4 pierce, piercing damage. Uh, since they're magic, they're 1d4 plus 1 uh, on top of whichever your uh, strength or dex mod you use, depending on if you throw them or stab with them. Mm -hmm. uh, these are just regular plus 1. They're not silver, yeah. they're just magic. 
Right. And um, it, so regular plus one is just plus one to hit. Correct. And plus one damage. And plus one to damage, yes. Oh, excellent. Okay. Oh, it is uh, plus one to damage. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought our, it was just to hit. Our mm. weapons in the main campaign do not have the plus one damage yet. Oh, uh, because uh, they're the fancy weapons. Mm. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, and real quick, no one said I yet. You Don't listen to I, yet. <laughs> um, I thought you didn't remember <laughs> anything of the memory. I don't remember much. I remember that we were fighting a lich when Viltroth disappeared, and that's about all I remember. Yeah, this is where I'm about to get hit in the head, is what he means. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I mean, I could have just been hit in the head a lot after this. I didn't uh. know this was going to be important. What is this, the NFL? <laughs> Reality starts to shake. Oh, shit! Right. <laughs> uh, Steph, as a heads no, up man, on those daggers. No, man, that's true reality. Oh. Oh. I'm, daggers, I'm listening. Uh, you, can, you can throw them. Their range is 20 or 60 feet. Uh, so if you're throwing them as far as 60 feet, you're at disadvantage. If you're throwing them at 20, it's normal. Um, and you would always use your dex mod on them because they're finesse weapons. Right. So that means you can pick. Right. But she okay. probably has a higher dex. Yes, yeah, she does. Do yeah, okay. Sure do. Yeah, she's got a plus four dex mod mm -hmm. as opposed to a the minus, minus one, one strength. strength mod. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and dexterity is for uh, for throwing because strength strength is for stabbing. Right. right. Uh, you can use but, dex for stabbing also. Oh, okay. Right. Because these weapons are what they but call don't. finesse weapons. Okay. Yeah, but, but don't. don't. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so yeah, uh, they they drag the the statue down the down the hallway. You guys all take a minute to kind of look at your weapons. Um, so as you know, in this world, uh, in order to really fully understand the weapons that you have, you've got to take a short rest to attune to them. Cool, let's do that. Um, otherwise, they just function as regular weapons. We can also use hit dice to regain whatever random yes. shit we Yeah, during a short rest, yeah. And this clearly seems to be a safe place. Um, you know, the other, the other two people had been holed up here uh, for a little bit. Okay. Um, So if anybody needs to do some hit hip dice, they should do that uh, now. I'm gonna use um I guess two uh, nine, uh, I use uh two of my barbarian uh uh D twelves. Okay. So it's right, you have one just per level, right? Is that how it works? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay, I use do I have to, can I use one then be like, oh, I'll use another? Is that okay? I don't, I'm not even sure if you can use more than one on a short rest. I think you can only use more than one on a long rest, right? Or am I? Um, I thought long rest, you just go back to full. I really don't know. I don't know. What, yeah, let me call Mike, whatever you want us to do. Well, well, why don't we look it up? Right. Resting. Um, it's probably There's a whole boring. section of resting. Uh, a character can spend one or more hit dice at the end of a short rest. Okay. Oh, sweet. So Up then, to the character's game, maximum number of hit dice. Yeah, because then you just during long rest you just regain everything, including your hit dice. Correct. Which is, but it's like eight hours, so. Yes. Okay, so um, I I roll. So is it okay if I roll like one and then see if I want to roll another? Go nuts. Okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna roll one d12. I roll an eight, and that brings me to 103. So I'm fine. Great. I'm gonna roll a d10. 
I'm going to roll a d20. <laughs> seven, back to full. I also rolled a seven. I'm back to full as well. Wow. Great. All the monsters are full again, guys. We fucked up. Uh, Damn it. Great, great rest, guys. <laughs> I thought it was productive. I mean, yeah. You did it. You're me. done resting. Great job. Did anyone else spend hit dice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to spend one, yeah. 1d8. And I got a four, so that puts me up to 90. Uh, I'll spend one more d6. And great. I got... One, so that puts me at 91. All right, I'm going to stop there. I'll spend and another one. Fuck it. Roll the dice. All right, yeah, fuck it. I'll roll another d6. Let's see what happens. Please be a one. I got a six on that one. All right. I'm at full. All right, good. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so I spent one d8. One Lady more Lucky dice. Right. One, more <laughs> one more dice. One more All right. You know what? I'll roll them all. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love you. Great. So now that everybody is full to overfull, um Okay. Let's go ahead and uh pick this back up. Hell yeah. Sweet. So after your uh after your short rest there, everybody's feeling a little bit more in tune with their weapons. Um before we take off, everybody's everybody's good on that, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I assume. You tell me. Cool. Uh, Clug, yours is the only one that might be a little bit different. Uh, basically, you're going to take your unarmed strike, and it's going to be like unarmed strike plus one because you're wearing those fancy magic gloves. Right. And yeah, so they're going to be counted as magical. Great. Okay. Yep. Great job. Cool. Good job. <laughs> Everything else Great. is just a plus one weapon. <laughs> you yeah. are all breaking up. I have no idea what just happened. Yeah, everything's getting kind of. Everyone fun. just said great job to each other. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> like, great job. Like a few, a few times. Great. <laughs> yep, <laughs> all that is true. Great. So we're all doing good jobs. Yeah, no, we're all really proud of each other. Uh, <laughs> Man, I can't wait to cut all of this oh, shit. <laughs> Seriously, can, can I just start doing doing my job again? <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, Mike, strong yeah. work. Thanks. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Okay, so um, guys, I just want to compliment all of us on doing such a good job. <laughs> yeah, this, is like, this has been a, this has been like the best job I've ever seen. Yeah, Marifa yeah. walks Top forward. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> Marifa, you see uh, on the right, Hope about twenty feet dead. down from where you were, uh, there's a sign on the wall. Um, the sign it it, it's job, in uh, it's in those runes, but. Uh, Viltroth is able to read the sign, and he uh, he he's kind of studying it, and then he turns to you and says, uh, "It says great job." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Marifa walks out, follows fucking Tommy and the statue out of the fucking bye. Uh, bye. Reality was, blurs. It gets really dark in here. It was so much set up. It was so good. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Big man. <laughs> <laughs> all right so but for real uh marifa does walk forward um on the right side of the hallway is a door or not a door just a an open path um kind of because you know straight ahead is where you would come from and to the right is the next section uh of this these wait, catacombs wait or this, i'm sorry uh, 
straight ahead is where we had come from? Correct. Uh, you walked all the way down to the end of the hall to the find... The really, really, really long hall? Yes, okay. to find the three adventurers. Um, that ended in a dead end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, you, okay. you passed a, a, a route to the left on your way down to the right. end of the hall. Yep. Um, that's when they called out your light. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so that's where we're going to have to go then. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you're going to have to go right. 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 Correct. Right. Good job. Okay. Good job. <laughs> if we keep making good job jokes, I have to leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good. Uh, are you not going to leave these in? Because I'm dying here. <laughs> so uh, you take a right. Um, and this this right. path actually only goes about 10 feet before turning again to the right. My map okay. is getting quite crowded. No, no Mar- Marif, you're doing a great job. No, it's, it's great. <laughs> Damn it! On that map. Yeah, solid. Um, yeah, and so don't you, sell yourself you short. Can, you can see ahead uh, at about just before what would normally be the edge of that purple light that Viltroth has been casting um, is the end of the hallway. Uh, you can see that it forks uh, to the right and to the left at 90 degree angles. Uh Okay, let's just put our hands along the left-hand side of the wall and follow it. Okay. Okay. Can't, you know, so we'll just go left until we can't, and then we'll backtrack. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, So as you turn left right away, Thanlin, you notice on the ground is another one of those pressure plates. Hmm. Just one? Yes. Uh, but you can also see that the the hallway ends uh, kind of five feet away from you. Huh. Hmm. And so it looks like it looks like a complete dead end. I Hmm. Everybody step back down the hallway quite a bit. What are you planning? This feels very out of place okay and we're not really sure what happens when one of these pressure plates is triggered right we have yeah we haven't figured it out yet does mage hand cost you any it is a cantrip it's a cantrip mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. a cantrip why don't we move down the hallway a bit and then you just like uh press it at the maximum distance that's okay. fine let's see what the maximum distance is i think it's 30 feet mm-hmm. see that manly purple hand yep there's uh here's my manly purple hand. I cast is it. Is it gloved? Is it gloved now? No. That's... Oh no no okay you didn't take the gloves right. No. So you still have your little girly hands. <laughs> I, I still have my little girly no, hands. No his so, but... hand is very masculine. Right. Yes. Right. So when you say you're backing up down the hallway, do you mean you're you're going back down the way we the came. route that you would come from? Okay. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. So okay. backing. Down to yes. The so the left. the mage hand is going to come out and around the corner and then touch the. Yeah. Uh, just just for note, I don't know if this this is important, but it cannot activate magic items. I don't know if that counts cool. for whatever. No, this, this does. is a this is a mechanical looking uh, plate here. So as cool. long as ten pounds of pressure trigger it, then that'll right. do it. Cool. Let's do it. Okay. Sweet. So uh, you see the you see the hand come out and around the corner, um, and then you hear. 
anyone that that can't see the hand, uh, you hear kind of this kachunk, and then all of a sudden, it looks like the entire ceiling drops. Uh, and there is rubble everywhere. There's a big cloud of smoke that comes down the, the hallway, like soot and dirt and dust shoots down the hallway. Um, and as the dust starts to settle, you see that this pressure plate basically uh, collapsed the ceiling. Oh. <coughs> well, now we know. <coughs> yep. And well. now this whole area is like difficult terrain. Uh, basically in a line from that pressure plate um, all the way down the hallway for... Has it um, Has it opened anything else up down the hallway? We'd have to probably... No, it just... Yeah, I mean, from what you can see right now, it just looks like the ceiling has collapsed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad we didn't go down there. Um, good job, Viltra. Once it, once it settles... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> once it settles a little bit, uh, Thalen's going to head down the hallway to look to see if... That back wall has been sure. revealed in any way or anything like that. Uh, actually, kind of the opposite now. The uh, because of the collapsing ceiling, it looks like the the bulk of the the stones were kind of positioned on that side, so that they tumbled down uh, from there. So now, instead of having ten feet to the end of the hall, it's like three feet to the like edge of this impassable looking or. Not impassable, but would take a very long time to clear away all these stones. Yep, that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, anyone, do we have any kind of experienced Dungeoneers in this group? Like, uh, uh, yes, maybe. That's not really a check anymore. Oh. Yeah, Dungeoneering is no longer a check. I guess uh, that would be... Ignore my question. Or rogue. Yeah. Um, Ignore. Uh, maybe survival? <laughs> Redbridge and Klug, probably because of their backgrounds, might be uh, most knowledgeable about this. And both of them yeah. kind of uh, would know that, oh, the reason there was that extra five feet of passage was to be able to store all those rocks. Like, that's where they got all those rocks from, was mining ah. out that extra, you know, 20 oh. by 5 square. Literally a murder tunnel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> got it. I don't feel bad about this at all, even if it makes it difficult for us to walk from now on. <laughs> well, no, it's just it was just that hallway. Just that hallway. Right, well, yeah. And when so, we turn right right now, is it still going to be difficult that way? I mean, it's it's going to be difficult for a little bit. Um, it looks like maybe 20 feet down the hall, it stops being hard to walk through. Okay. Um, um, I'm sorry. Question. Four? Um, so 20 feet down the hall, this is if we go to the right so we to the left is completely destroyed. Yes. To the right, we see twenty feet. Now, have we? S- no. To the right, you see about uh, ten feet, and then it turns left. But ten feet turning left would be would take us exactly back to the beginning. Beginning, because the yeah. first the first one was only ten feet. Um, except that we've had this all of this long walk has been that imperceptibly. Right, so are we? So can we decide down. it's it's under? It would be under any previous tunnel. We're nope. still going um, down. I think maybe you're not quite mapping this correctly. If that's so, your where measurements you're ending up. are not so great a job. 
It's just basically what he's doing. Yeah, you're not doing a great job at measuring. <laughs> I take back um, I take back all of my good jobs to you. <laughs> wow. Good, good Look, I mean if you revoked. want I can show you a picture of where you've been. Um, okay. You don't but, have to. I believe I mean okay. I believe you, but I, I, I'm trying to figure out where I fucked up. It's okay. I still think you're it's doing right. a great job. <laughs> Shut um, up. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean she's working with what she's got. She's doing a hell of a job for that. Yeah, for no, sure. I I reinstate yeah. my good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was yeah. All right. Yeah, it was harsh. I yeah, didn't mean so, to revoke my good job. So if you had come out of, of the tee and taken an automatic right, uh, <laughs> you would go about ten feet before hitting hitting the next left here, uh, which will take you down the hall a little bit more. Um, the next murder tunnel, probably. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can't wait and for another. And so you can see now as you as you take a left uh that there's a door up here on the left side. Um and the hallway continues past the door for another 20 feet. Also bear in mind that when you are mapping a dungeon, we're not like actually pulling out a uh any sort of measuring <laughs> instruments. So it's probably pretty rough anyway. Right. Okay, perfect. Well, I have um, my ruler out, so <laughs> just, just slowly walking like forward with a ruler. He's pacing, he's pacing around his like apartment, just like okay, this is about I, twenty feet. Okay, so I, you mark it I with move. your finger and then like move the ruler forward and then mark it yeah. with your finger again. Yeah. <laughs> Not weird. I I move all of my furniture every time we play D anD D just for that. Yep. Right. <laughs> all right. Let's go. Um. So yeah, you see this. You see a door. Um just to the right it looks like uh or just to the left rather and then if you look to the right you actually see that there are arrows uh clattered against against the wall you can see where they hit the wall and fell down great um does anybody want to look at the arrows at all or yeah i look at the arrows. uh you notice that there there are scraps of um there's like a couple of scraps of fabric on one of the arrows and then the other one is it's got a little bit of blood left on it um is it like fresh or does it yeah i mean pretty fresh can we test the dna yeah sure you um, are the father <laughs> <laughs> oh, congratulations thamlin oh happy God. father's day <laughs> perfect oh no that dates the episode now shit <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> this episode's nah. gonna be named "Great Job," isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so the door is this like heavy iron door, um, but it does look like it's kind of pushed a little bit open. Like so, someone else has been here. Correct. Maybe someone that's been shot by arrows. <laughs> yeah, mm. apparently. Do, can we see any source of the arrows, like along the wall or anything, like a hole that might have shot them out? Um, you can't see it right now. Um, if you were to make a an educated guess, you might guess that they're behind the door. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, we should check to see if the trap is still active, because you know, even if they triggered it, maybe it could like reload or something, just to be safe. Well, the door can... is currently slightly ajar. Right, and we can see where the door shot the arrows out, right? And it's so we let's can... just slowly open the door and know that they're there. That should be enough to make sure we don't get hit by them, right? Right. That's fair. 
Unless okay. they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you slowly, with my shield prepared to defend us behind the door, I'm going to push the door open more. All right. Uh, the door kind of grinds against the against the floor of the corridor, uh, or against the floor of the the dungeon a little bit uh, at first. And then as you push it, it starts to swing more easily until it just, like, swings all the way open uh, with a lot less kind of force than you had to use to originally open it. Um, And standing in front of you, uh, you see two Fomorians and two trolls Uh... who turn to you all at the same time. Oh, um great job oh, great great good great. job good job oh uh, can that be our team name Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. He did a great job with that joke, you guys. <laughs> Your brain starts to try to comprehend the ugliness of this creature, and it's, it starts to like cause you a bit of like a headache, mm. trying to understand just how cursed this thing must be. Uh, you take 16 points of damage. Good God. No, sorry, 14 points of damage now. All right, that's not bad. <laughs>